In today's shir, I'd like to discuss the topic of Kesher Elyon by Yitzitzis. Uh, Kesher Elyon comes up on Daflam and Tesem Aleph. Amar Rabba Shmamina Kesher Elyon Doraita. According to uh, Rabba, Kesher Elyon, the Kesher that we make uh, with the Tzitzis is Doraita, because had it not been Doraita, there would be no need to be Matir Kelayim by Tzitzis. If one has a linen beged, a beged that's made out of linen, and one wants to put on Tzitzis, including Tcheles, since Tcheles has to be made out of wool, and the beged is linen, so there's a problem of tcheles only if one has to actually make a between the tcheles and between the beged. If there's no need for any kesher, uh, then there should be no problem of kilaim at all. So Rabbi Zmedayik, that kesher elyon is doraisa, because otherwise there would be no need to have any kind of a special rush to be matir kilaim by tzitzis. You could simply put the chutim in without making a kesher, and that would be sufficient in order to uh, be bekaim the mitzvah. And there would be no reason that the Torah would have to be matir the Isser of Kilayim. The sugya of uh, Kesher Elyon uh, comes up in another place as well, and that's in Sanhedrin, on Daf Peches Aleph. The Gemara there discusses a Zakin Mamre. A Zakin Mamre, if he goes against the Sanhedrin, and he paskids regarding a Mrs. Asay, uh, against the Sanhedrin, he's chayv Misa only in one case. And that case, according to the Gemara, is al davar she'ikro midivay Torah. It's something that has a basis in the Torah. However, the explanation of that mitzvah is midivrei sofrim. It's uh, based on Torah Shabbal Peh. And one can add to that mitzvah. But if he adds to that mitzvah, he parcels it. And the only case that we have is tefillin. Because tefillin, it says totafot. Exactly is totafot. Let's take the, the Shalosh, for instance. So we say it's uh, four, four different compartments in the Shalosh each having one parsha, So, yesh bolahosif, you could put on a fifth bias, you could put on a fifth compartment, but if you put on a fifth compartment, then you've passed the tefillin. So it's something which has a basis in the Torah. It says, v'hayu l'totafos ben enecha. It's perushom medivrei sofim. What exactly are totafos? It's tefillin that has four different compartments. Yesh bolahosif, you can add four and make a fifth, but if you make a fifth, Imhosif Goreya, you pastel the tefillin. So, Einlanu Ela Tefillin, the only example that we have of a Mrs. Asay that, that we can have the ownership of a Zake Mamre that is Chayim Misa that fills all these requirements in tefillin. The Gemara later on asks, What about Sitsis? Vaika Sitsis, the Ikro Midivay Torah, the Torah itself tells us what Sitsis are. Upeirusho Midivay Sofrim, but the parish of exactly how many Chutim and how you have to tie it, it's all Midivay Sofrim. You can add an extra chut to, to the tzitzis. Vimhosif Goreya. If you add an extra chut, then you passel the, 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 the tzitzis. So why can't we have another case? Why does it say the only example is tefillin? Another example, that example is tzitzis. So the Gemara answers, My Sfirlan. What, what do you hold? Isfirlan the Kesher El Yon Lav Da if you hold that Kesher Elyon is not Minatorah, so each string stands independent. You have four independent strings or eight independent strings. You don't have a unit of tzitzis. The Israel and Kesher Elyon Doraisa, and if you say that Kesher Elyon is Doraisa and you've already tied all straight eight strings together, when you're most of another chut, 
So it's if, I'm sorry, if you tie nine strings or, or ten strings, right? Four, five, and ten strings together, more strings than you need, Garuva Garuva Omid. It doesn't exist and then you can add to it, but once you've tied it together, all the strings together, so it's already possible. So we need something that basically is kosher, and you can add to it and then parcel it. So that's tefillin. By tzitzis, you don't have that, because either you don't need kesher elyon, and then each string is independent, or you have kesher elyon, and then when you've tied it initially, you've already parceled it if you added an extra string. So you don't have any case of yesh b'lehosif, then hosif goreya, of shach. Either each string is independent, or you already have it a pre-existent unit. Okay. I don't want to discuss the Gemara anymore. You, it's, it's, um, you can ask a certain amount of questions on it, but that's what the Gemara says. What, what, what's relevant to us is the question of Kesher Elyon Doraisa or not. Whereas in the Gemara in Menachos, it appears as an absolute din, Kesher Elyon Doraisa. There's nobody that's brought down that argues explicitly. Shmamina Kesher Elyon Doraisa, otherwise you wouldn't have to matter Kalayim Mitzitzis. While the Gemara in Sanhedrin, when it discusses the question, of tzitzis regarding Zakei Mamre, so it brings two possibilities. It's, what do you hold? Do you hold Keshel Yod is not Doraisa, and each string is independent, or do you hold Keshel Yod is Doraisa, and therefore it's all one unit? Rashi in Sanhedrin writes that uh, when he says Keshel Yod Lav Doraisa, the Plukti Menachos, it's a Machlokis in Menachos whether Keshel Yod is Doraisa or not Doraisa, and Tosus there comments. He doesn't understand Rashi. Pirish Bukotris de Plukati Beperkatchelis, the lesser. El Baskir and Hasam Shvamila Kesher Alyon Doraisa. There are no two different opinions in the Gemara in Menachos. There's only one opinion that Kesher Alyon is Doraisa, and uh, therefore he doesn't understand how Rashi can say that it's the Machlokis in Menachos. Okay, maybe we'll get back to that point later. But the question that I want to discuss is what is Kesher Alyon? Uh, Rashi. In Menacho says that Kesha Elyon is the Kesha which is Samoch Lekanaf. Kesha Sha'osim Samoch Lekanaf, Keshanitlo Achutim Ayideim, Nasachibur Latalis. It's the Kesha that connects the Chutim to the Talis. That's Kesha Elyon. It's the upper Kesha Elyon, very, very close to the, to the Beged itself. The Kesha that's Machaber, the Beged, to the, to the, uh, to the, the Tzitzit. To the Beged, that's Kesher Elyon. Um, Rashi, in uh, in uh, Menachos, talks about a Kesher at the end of the Krichos. When you wind around the string, then at the end of winding it around, you make a Kesher. That's the Kesher Elyon. Rashi in Menachos says as follows. Kesher Elyon, Haninami, Hai Kesher Lamata. So some of the Kesher that's that you do it after the Gedil. If you wrap it around, you make a Kesher so that it shouldn't come apart, and that's Kesher Elyon Doraisa. So we have a steer in Rashi. What is Kesher Elyon? Is Kesher Elyon the Kesher on top that connects the Chutim to the Beged, or is the Kesher that's you know, that, that's further down. Why is it called Kesher Elyon? Rashi has a linguistic explanation uh, of what Elyon means. But in any case, Kesher Elyon refers to the Kesher after the, the wrapping around of the, of, the, of the Chutim, after the Krichos. These two positions are mentioned in Tosos. 
Kesher Alyon, Bekunches Pirushne Pirushim, Echad Acharagdio, and that's what we saw here, Umrachos, that is the Kesher after wrapping it around. Vinikra Elyon Kemola Malminatar, Malminatar means all the way at the end, all the way at the end, so the Kesher that's all the way at the end of the strings, that's the Kesher Elyon. Okay. And then he says, And here, the, uh, the, the Tosus is quoting the Rashi in Sanhedrin. When the Kesher, where the Kesher is, the Kesher, which is, which is the Kesher, which is next to the, to the Begad itself. Uh, these two opinions also apparently are Machokas between the Rambam and the Ravid. The Rambam, in Hechot Sitzis Perak Aleph, when he talks about how you tie the strings, you start with the corner of the, of the talus, you put through the, the strings, you, you fold them through the hole, and then you take a chut and you start wrapping it around, and after you wrap it around, in the Ram, you wrap around first the lover, and then the treles, and then the treles, and then kosher. The kshira is after the first chulia. The kshira is not the kesher adjacent to the kind of itself, but after you wrapped it around and made that first chulia, and the first chulia is the one that's ma'akev, then the kosher. So, so the Ram talks about the kshira after the chulia, which is like Rashi in Menachos. Uh, the Ravid argues on, 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 the, on the Rambam, and uh, he says, Kosher Tchila, Somach Lakanav Kesher Echad, Vehushinakra Kesher Alyon, Vachar Korech. According to the Ravid, the Kesher that you make is the Kesher Somach Lakanav, like Rashi in Sanhedrin, and then afterwards you start wrapping around. So we have two different Lashonos in Rashi. One Rashi Machos is supposed to Rashi in Sanhedrin, and we have Machokas Rambam and Raivin. The question is, what exactly is behind this Machlokas? So, the truth is that when we look at the Gemara in Sanhedrin, as opposed to Mara in, uh, in Menachos, there seems to be two different agendas to the Kesher Elyon. When we're discussing the Gemara in Menachos, it talks about the Kesher as being, as connecting the Chutim to the Beged. The Beged that's made out of linen, we have Chutim, at least some of them which are made out of Semer, and the Kesher Elyon is what creates the problem of Shatnis, in other words, connecting, tying together the Chutim of Semer to the Beged of Pishtin. So the Kesher Elyon over here that's required which is which is which is in violation in general of shatnis and forces the torti matter shatnis is the kesher that connects the chutim to the beged. On the other hand, the Gemara in Sanhedrin talks about a connection between the chutim themselves. Does each separate chut is it lechudekai? Does it stand independent, or are the chutim woven together and they create one unit? Are the fringes one unit, or are they independent strings that hang down from the baggage? So if you say Kesher Alyon, then it's one unit. And if you put too many strings, it's Garu of Ome. On the other hand, if you say Kesher Alyon Lagdoraisa, each string is independent, and we don't have one unit of all the strings of the Tzitzis.
So the Gemara in Sanhedrin talks about Kesher Elyon uh, insofar as connecting the Chutim together to make one uh, fringe out of all the Chutim of the Tzitzis. On the other hand, the Kesher Elyon that's, that's being discussed in the Gemara Menos seems to be a Kesher which, is, which connects the Chutim to the, to the Beged. Um, now, it, there doesn't necessarily have to be a contradiction between these two different sugars. Uh, what the purpose of the Kesher is does not necessarily is not necessarily connected with the ramifications. In other words, let's say that the Gemara Sanhedrin is right. The purpose of the Kesher is to create one unit of fringes. But nevertheless, once I make that Kesher, so the Chutim are also tied to the Beged. That might, might, might not be the purpose of the Kesher, but the fact that I have to make a Kesher to unite all the strings means that all these strings which are also united to the, to the Beged that it's tied to. If there would be no need for any Kesher to unite the strings, then the strings would not be connected to the Beged. The purpose of the Kesher might be to unite the strings. However, once you make that Kesher, the strings are also tied to the Beged itself. Or, one could say the purpose of the Kesher is to tie the strings to the Beged. But once that Kesher is made, they're all connected and made one unit. Because they're not independent strings anymore, but they're tied together. And therefore, if the string would be added, it would be Haile Chudekai. It wouldn't be connected. And if it's tied together in a knot with all the other strings, it's there already. So, you know, if... So it would be Garuah Va'omid. If the extra string that's not supposed to be there was tied in a knot to the Beged, even though the purpose is to tie to the Beged, so it's Garuah Va'omid. So the question of what the purpose of the Kesher is, you know, is not necessarily connected to the, to the ramifications. As far as the ramifications, the Gemara in Menachos deals with is between the Chutim and the Beged, and the Gemara in Sanhedrin deals with the question of whether all the Chutim are, form one unit or they're in, independent. But nevertheless, we can pick up from these two different Gemaras that there might be two different purposes of Kesher Elyon. On the one hand, we can say that the person of Kesher Elyon is to be mechaber, to connect the chutim to the Beged. On the other hand, we could also say that the purpose of the Kesher Elyon is to be mechaib the krichos. You've wrapped it around. It says psil tcheles. You have to take the psil and wrap, wrap it around the other strings. Gedilim ta'aselacha. You braid it. You wrap it around. Now, if you don't tie it, it's going to all come apart. It's going to unravel. So how do you make sure that that psil stays? You make a kesher. So there are two different possibilities of what the purpose of the Kesher Elyon is. If the purpose of the Kesher Elyon is to connect the Chutim to the Beged, then it would make sense that you know, as soon as you put it through, you should make that Kesher. And Kesher Elyon should ideally be right next, to the, right next to the Beged. If you make it later on after the Krichos, it might also create Kalayim, but the, the Kesher Elyon is sufficient if you tie it to the Beged. What you do later on is that important. If the purpose of the Kesher is to make sure that the Psilos, the Krichos, don't unravel, then the Kesher has to be after the Psilos, after the Krichos. So it's possible to say that what's the Machlokis between the Ramam and the Ravid? What's the two Deus in Rashi? The two Deus in Rashi and the Machlokis Rambam and Ravid might be what is the purpose of the Kesher Elyon? Is the purpose of the Kesher Elyon to be Makayim the Krichos? 
to make sure that winding it around it doesn't unravel and then has to be at the end of the krichos or is the purpose of the kesher elyon in order to attach the chutim to the beged and then the the kesher which you make some cutoff would be would be sufficient the idea that the kesher is the kaimus akrios might find support in the gemara that precedes the gemara of kesher elyon in menachos on daflam and beis the Gemara talks about gardum. Gardum is when you make chutim that have the shear of the length of the string and then they get cut. Under some circumstances, it's still kosher. And that's called gardum etcheles. So, or gardum etzitzis. So the Gemara says, Amar Rabba, Shmami na, Tzarach l'kshar kol chuli v'chulia. You have to make a kesher after each, after each uh, chulia, which is wrapping around. You, you wrap it around and then, you, and then you have a space and you wrap it around again. After each wrapping around, you have to have another kesher. Like we have, we have five kshamar artzitis. We wrap it around, we do seven, eight, eleven, thirteen, and we have a knot in between each chulia. So the, so the Gemara says, why? If the strings are cut down, it's still kosher. Once you cut it down, it's going to unravel. So if there's no kesher over there, it's going to unravel. So it must be that there's a kesher. And then the Gemara is doch and the raya. So you see that the Kesher here is in order that it shouldn't unravel. So we have these two different ideas for what the purpose of Kesher Elyon is. Is the purpose of the Kesher Elyon to be Mechaber the to the Beged? Or is the purpose of the Kesher Elyon to be Mechaim the Krichos, to be Mechaim the Chulia? So that the, the Gedilim that you made wrapping around Psil Tcheles doesn't unravel. Uh, and that's the purpose of the Kesher Elyon. And the Nafkamina, whether he whether it can be adjacent to the beged, or whether it must be at the end of the at the end of the krichos. Uh, let's take a closer look now at Rashi and Menachos, and we'll see that Rashi does not quite say what Tosu said. He said Tosu said that one day in Rashi is that the keshel Elyon is after the gedil, and the other day in Rashi is that it's some kind of two different lashonos in Rashi. But when, when we take a look at Rashi. In Menachos, it says as follows: Kesher on, Hayrabi al Kesher lemata after the gedil. Halachal Moshmin Sinai Kolomar, Kesher echa betzitzis miad araisa. There's one Kesher that is that that you need with araisa. Ulahachin al kan elyon, mishum dilo diilo avid elachad Kesher. If you only make one Kesher besofo avidle, then you have to make it at the end. Shem mekayim es hagedil kulo. Because the Kesher at the end is Mekayim, the entire deal. But from what it's, Rashi sounds like, if you want to only do one Kesher, it has to be at the end. But if you want to, you can do two different Sharm. If you want to do only one, then it has to be at the end. But there's also another possibility. There's another possibility that you can do two different Sharm. And the question is, what does Rashi mean? Apparently what Rashi means is that both are true. The Kesher is supposed to a, connect the chutim to the beged. B, make sure the gedil doesn't come apart. It, it serves both functions. There's no contradiction between the two. Both might be true. Maybe the kesher is supposed to do both A as well as B. On the one hand, it creates a gedil. It creates a chibor between the chutim. It makes it into one fringe and one unit, like it sounds like, like the modern Sanhedrin. On the other hand, the kesher also is supposed to be mechaber the chutim to the beged, as the sugya in in Menachos. 
So Rashi says the truth is, these are two different purposes for the Kesha, and we could separate them. If we want to, we can make one Kesha Samachotarap, and thereby we have been Machaber, we connected the Chutim to the Beged, and then we can wrap it all around and make another Kesher in order that the string shouldn't unravel. So that's a possibility according to Rashi. And by do, so doing, you are Makai the Mitzvah because you've accomplished both. On the one hand, you were Machaber the Chutim to the Begin, on the other hand, you also made a Kesher so that, that, to create one fringe so that the Krichel shouldn't unravel. To Makai the Gdil. However, says Rashi, if you want, you can accomplish both with the Kesher after the Gdil. By making one Kesher after the Gdil, certainly the Gdil won't unravel, but by that Kesher, the strings are also attached to the, to the Begit. They can't be taken off the Begit without taking apart the, the Kesher. There's a Chibor between the strings and between the Begit by virtue of the Kesher that you made after the Gdil. So since you deal with two different, two different purposes, if you want, you can separate it. You can do the Kesher of Chibor next to the Karaf, then wrap it around and do the Kesher of Kimagdil after the Gdil. But if you want to only do one Kesher, it has to be the Kesher at the end of the Gdil, because the Kesher at the end of the Gdil will accomplish both. On the one hand, it will be Machaber, the, the Chutim to the Beged, on the other hand, it will make sure that the Gdil doesn't unravel as well. So Rashi Menachos, it's not a set, it's not a, it doesn't contradict the purpose of the Kesha Ayana Karaf, but it says there's another purpose as well. And the second purpose, in order to be, to, to combine the different Chutim together to make one finish through the Krikos, and that, that it shouldn't unravel and come apart, that's accomplished through the Kesha at the end of the deal. But there is another purpose as well, and that's accomplished through the Kesher Ayara Kanaf. Why did Rashi in Sanhedrin talk about the Kesher Ayara Kanaf? That's a good question that, that we're not going to discuss now. Okay, so that's the Gemara in, uh, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Gemara Menachos, the Machlokes, Rambam and Raivin, and uh, the Shtele Shonos quoted by Tosas and Rashi, and Rashi that really has a, combines both two, and uh, at least Rashi Menachos combines both two, and Kesher Elyon includes both. There are both knots. There are basically two Ksharim, which are Da'oraisa, but if you want to make one Kesher, make it at the end of the Krikos, and you've accomplished both purposes. Okay. Um, would the Rambam agree to Rashi? Would the Rambam agree that if you wanted to, you can make one Kesher at the at on top and the second kesher at the end of the deal when ram says that you have the kosher after the deal after the first chulia the kosher is that because that kesher does both like rashi uh, but if you wanted to you could separate it too and make one kesher immediately and another kesher after the krichos or perhaps the Rambam feels that the only way you can be Makayim Mitzvah is by Kesher after the Krichos, and if you make a Kesher immediately, it might not be good. Why might it not be good? So, the question is whether the... First of all, one could say that 
You're right. There are two different purposes to the Kesher Elyon, but you can't separate them. Kesher Elyon has to do both. You can't have one Kesher that's a Machaber and the other Kesher that's, that combines the strings. The din of Kesher Elyon is a Kesher that is both Machaber and combines the strings. Who says that you can separate it? The Kesher, if the Torah says you need a Kesher Elyon to do both purposes, who says that I can separate it? Who says I can be a brisker and say, I'll do two different Kesherim. I'll make one Kesher Samach Lakanaf and a second Kesher uh, after the deal. Kesher Elyon is supposed to do both. It's supposed to both Machaber the Chutim to the Begin as well as combine all the strings together into one fringe. And the first Kesher is possible because it didn't combine the strings together to one fringe. The second Kesher is possible because it wasn't Mechaber the Chutin to the Begit, because it's already Mechuber only by the first Kesher. So, perhaps, there, according to the Rambam, he agrees with Rashi that there are two different purposes to the Kesher, but it's not possible to separate the two. And the Kesher Elyon, Alpidin, has to be a Kesher that does both. And a Kesher that does only one is a Pasal Kesher. The Kesher Elyon has to do both Chibor to the Begid as well as Kiyom Hagdil. So therefore, if it's already connected on top, the Kesher after the Gdil is not Mechaber to the Begid because you can't attach what's already attached. It's possible to uh, also make a different suggestion as to why the Rambam argues on uh, that the Rambam might not accept Rashi for a different reason. And it's not because Keshe has to do both. But it's because the way in which the Chutim are supposed to be attached to the Beged is not by a knot, but by a Gedil. It's says Gedilim Tasselacha, braids wrapping around. It's the Gedil that has to be has to attach the the chutim to the beged. You put chutim through, and then you make a gedil. Then you wrap it around. You do all kinds of krichos, and it's those krichos that have to be part of the chibur to the beged. It's not just the zeras akasov that you need uh, that that one kash has to do both. But the purpose of the kesher after the gedil is not to be a kind of gedil, but it's so that the gedil is the chibur to the Beged. You don't just attach strings to the Beged, but the Gedil itself is the, is the way in which, through which, the Chutim are attached to the Beged. You can't have some other attachment. You can't make a knot and tie it. You have to have the Gedil, the Krichos, that tie it. Now the Krichos that unravel aren't enough to make the Chibur. So you take the Krichos and you make a knot afterwards and now these Krichos that can't unravel attach the Chutim to the Begit. So it could be that you know, the, the, it's not a din of Kim Hagdil, but it's a din of Chibur Hagdil to the Begit. How do we make this Gedil b'mechaber the Chutim to the Begit? By making a knot after the Gedil. And there, therefore, the gdil by, by virtue of that of that knot after the gdil, the gdil is machaber the 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 chutim to the begin, not the knot. The knot just doesn't let the gdil unravel, and by virtue of the knot, the gdil itself is machaber 
the the chutim to the beged. Okay. Uh, in the end, what I want to go back is to the what we saw that in Sanhedrin, the Gemara brings two deos. If we hold kashel yon a. If we hold kashel lav doraisa b. And Rashi says pluk the hebrew menachos and Tosa says there's no argument. Shma mina kashel yon doraisa. It's uh, in the Gemara menachos. It's it's absolute. One day a kashel yon doraisa and it proves it from the heter kliim betzitzis. And the question is, why did Rashi say that it's a machlokas in Menachos? Where is there another daya? Where is there some other Gemara that talks about Kesha Oyon Lav Raisa? Where is it? So it could be that it's not the Gemara over here, but rather it's a dif- different Gemara. We already saw that there's a question of whether Kalayim Betzitzis is Hutra or, or Dechuya. Whether Kalayim Betzitzis is Midin Esei Docha Lotase, basically even regarding by tzitzis, there's an iser kalayim. However, because of the mitzvah, so it overrides it. And therefore, if it wouldn't be an absolute necessity, we wouldn't violate kalayim in order to mekayim tzitzis. So if it would be possible to put on tzitzis without a chibor between the chutman and the beged, there would be no reason under the sun that kalayim should be mutter by tzitzis. It's only because kelaim is needed, it's an absolute necessity, in order to makayim, the mitzvah of tzitzis by a beged pishtim, by a sadin, because there's no way that we could put chutei tzemer on the beged, which is kelaim, and makayim the mitzvah if we don't tie a knot. Therefore, the Torah must be matay kelaim betzitzis. That's, that, that's basically what the argument of Rabbah is. And therefore, it comes to the conclusion, shmarina kesher al but what if I would say that, uh, that it's not Esei Dochel but within the context of Tzitzis, there's no Esei at all. Uh, let me, you know, give me, go a little bit further. When we talk about the Esei Kalayim, right, uh, is Kalayim something terrible that we have to avoid? Um, and uh, therefore, only under extenuating circumstances are we not there? Or is it something wonderful that we can't normally use? Oh, let me give you an example. By Machalos Asuros. We have an Isra of Chazer. Chazer is something which is Asr to eat. It's possible to Mizbeach, and it's Asr to eat. And, you, and, and you know, Chazer is just keep it away from us. Keep it out of, the, uh, out, of, out, of, out, of, out of the Jewish kitchen. We don't want to have anything to do with it. Okay? Chazer, terrible. There's also an Isra of Chalev. There are certain parts of the of the animal which are called chelav, certain fats, which are also machalos You can't eat them. But why can't you eat chelav? Because chelav is the part of the carbon that was so kadosh that was reserved for for haktara on the mizbeach. We have tefilas arvis because that's when they were makter chelavim ve'evarim. The chelav was the part, was, it's called imurim, that's the part of the carbon that they put on the Zbeach. Carbonus, which you were allowed to eat, first of all, you didn't eat the dam, the dam you, you sprinkled on the Zbeach, and then you have the imurim, which were mocked on the Zbeach. The meat is what, in carbonus, which you're allowed to eat, on our ola, everything goes on the Zbeach, but carbonus, which you're allowed to eat, you eat the meat, but the chelev is what you're mocked on the Zbeach. So it could very well be that chelev is not something terrible, it's something wonderful. 
It's so wonderful that it's reserved for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore you're not allowed to eat it. You know, to what extent is it paralleled by Dam also? By Dam, there seems to be two different arguments. On the one hand, Dam Nefesh, but on the other hand, Dam is also reserved for the Mizbeach, and therefore you can't eat Dam. So, Bcherev at least, is Bcherev something terrible, like Chazir, keep it away from us, or is it something wonderful? But therefore, but it's limited to what? It's limited to, to Kabaros. It's limited to Mizbeach. And therefore, human beings can't have Chelev. Not because it's terrible, because it's, 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 too, it's too Kadosh for human beings, and not, not because it's something that's too Tame. What about Kalayim? Is Kalayim something terrible because you're taking Masa Brejus and you're, and you're making a mishmash out of Masa Brejus and Semer and Pishtim and, and therefore something terrible? On the other hand, you know, they, not only was Sittis made out of Tcheles in the case of Semer and Pishtim, but Big Day Kahuna always had Tcheles. Not Big Day Kahuna, but Big Day Kahuna Gedola was made out of Tcheles. Regarding the coin head, there's a machlokus if the belt that he had was made out of tchelis or not made out of tchelis. But the big coin gadol, all the extra government coin gadol, they were all, they were all tchelis. They had pishtim, sheish, and they had and they had tchelis. So all the big kuna had semer and pishtim, and it was and it was all and it was all it was all shatnis. The parochas in, in, in the Mishkan, Shatnis, Sheish and Semer, and Tchelas. It was Tchelas. It was, it, was, it, was, it was Shatnis. Maybe the reason that you can't wear Shatnis, Semer, Pishtim, Yachtav, is not because it's something so terrible and possible, but it's something that's observed for the Big Day Kahuna. And it's something so above us that we can't use it for normal use. But for tzitzis, it's allowed because tzitzis is also urisa tamuzachat of a kometz l'sashem. And of course, the psiot chelus reminds us of the psiot chelus that that you had to connect the the tzitz, which is a part of the big day coin gadol, and and the and, the, uh, and uh, also you had the, the psiot chelus which attached the ephod and the the um, the umetumim. You had psiot chelus. Psiot chelus appears in the big day coin gadol. So maybe. The problem of Shad is, is that you can't wear it for just regular, everyday, mundane clothes. But for Big Day Kuna, Big Day Kuna Gdola, for, for Tzitis, then it's Raleigh. It's reserved for that. And that's you can't wear it normally. And if so, it's not that it's Usr by Tzitis, and we have to, but, but since we can't make this without it, we have to, we have to, overpower the violation. But there is no violation. And it's hutra. And there's no problem whatsoever. Because there's a key, it's a kiyum. It's not an iser. And if so, there's no proof at all from the fact that kalayim is mutu by tzitzis. It's not mutu by tzitzis because it's a necessary evil. It's mutu by tzitzis because it's not evil at all. If one accepts that approach, then, and if one explains that this is basically the, the, uh, the idea of Hutra, then, um, and there is that day that appears in Menachos, that Kalayim Hutra eats al and even in cases where it's not necessary, 
For instance, if one has a beged of, of tzemer, so the Gemara asks, can you put white strings of, of pishtim on that, on that beged? If you want, you can put white strings of tzemer. There was no necessity to violate shatnas. But the Gemara says, no, you can put white strings of, of pishtim on that beged, even though it wasn't necessary. So there's a shita of hutra. There's a shita that within the context of the key mitzvah tzitzis, then, then it's simply not aser. So that, I, that sheet of hutra would go against the diuk of Rabbah that tries to prove kesha oyon daraisa. So that might be what Rashi was referring to when he said that kesha oyon daraisa is machlokes in menachos. Rabbah was assuming that dechuya, that's esei docha say. It's necessarily evil, and therefore it, has, it must be necessary. If it must be necessary, Kesha Aliyah must be Doraisa. But if you hold Hutra, and it's not also within the context of Tzitzis at all, as long as you're a kind of Mitzvah of Tzitzis, there's no issue of Kalayim whatsoever, then there's no proof that it's a necessary evil. Maybe it's not necessary, but there's no problem. Even if you would tie it, it wouldn't be a problem, because there's no issue of Kalayim within the context of, of Tzitzis, just like there's no issue of Kalayim within the context of Big Day Kahuna. Okay, in short, we discussed the question of Kesher Elyon. Is the purpose of the Kesher Elyon to attach the Chutim to the Beged or to attach the Gedil? Are these, are, do both exist? Or do they exist as, uh, or, or, they, or do they combine? That that same knot, you know, has to be the way in which the Gedil is the, is the method of attaching the, the Chutim to the Beged. And therefore, the Kesher Elyon, that Kesher Elyon must, must, serve both functions together. You can separate the two, or perhaps like we saw in Rashi, it's possible to separate the two different purposes.